What's up, guys? Welcome back to Outlooking in the podcast where I'm joined by young people doing cool things. This week, I'm joined by Zachary Berthiam, a young photographer who is starting to make a name for himself in Canada and has an amazing story of his crazy experiences. Make sure to listen to the entire episode, but all of Zach's links will be the first in the description below. And as always, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure to hit that download button. It's the number one way to support. All right, enjoy. So, Zach, how is it going, man? How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to have you on. Seriously, welcome to the Elking and Podcast. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Um, literally starting it off, do you want to explain to listeners what you do? Yeah, for sure. So basically, um, my name is Zachary Berthiam. I'm 19 years old. I come from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Uh, I am a content creator, photographer, um, filmmaker, and occasional model. Uh, sometimes and uh, yeah so basically uh, what I do is I uh, I do a bit of the a mixture of all those things I uh, and I travel uh, the majority of the time to uh, create content for different brands uh, around the world that's so sweet and you said you're 19 yeah 19 years old (laughs) I didn't know you're that young that's crazy I mean I'm younger than you but still the fact that you're 19 and you're doing all that wow I didn't know that. That's crazy. That is so cool. That's extremely impressive. Wow. That's, that's insane. Well, I mean, like, okay, you got to start, you start off young and, you know, you just got to send it sometimes, you know? That's it, right? Wow. That's, that's sweet. And also the fact that you're from Canada, that's funny because, I mean, I already knew that, but I, um, I want to talk about it because, yeah, I'm also from Canada. I'm from Ottawa, uh, so quite close, but Ottawa's sweet a beautiful that, place. We love Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's all right. I, I love it here, but, you know, uh, my goal is to do what you do, travel, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's so many there's so many things to, to visit uh, elsewhere other than Montreal and Ottawa. Yeah, no. Ex- that I've learned, like, dude, traveling in Canada, I never thought traveling in Canada was so exciting. Like, really? I've been to, like, different places around the world and, like, let me tell you that Canada is special, man. Like, honestly, I never thought, and I always saw Canada as like, you know, the cold, frisky place where there's right, like right. to visit and like to see. Cause I was like born and raised in Quebec and mm. well, Quebec, Ontario. So I always stayed like between the border and like mm-hmm. visited things in the area. But when I started to like really like go out there and visit like everything else in Canada, in Canada, like, uh, BC and Alberta, like wow, there's so much to see. Honestly, it's it's amazing. Wow, yeah, because that's a, that's one of the things with me. Like, I haven't really explored Canada that much. I mean, I'm young, so I still have the time to. Oh, but... dude, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. hey, I'm putting yeah, I'm putting it on my bucket list right now. Literally, I'm writing it down. That's <laughs> the, that's the plan. And you just came back from a trip from Alberta, right? Yeah, I did. I did. It was. It was amazing, honestly. I had never been to Alberta before. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was a uh, first time for me. Uh, middle of winter, January, freezing cold, uh, <laughs> minus thirty five every single day. Uh, it was it was quite an experience, let me tell you. Um, I uh, but despite the temperature and uh, all the incidents that happened throughout the trip, which we will get into further on into this discussion. Uh, despite everything, it was 
a trip to remember, honestly. The the mountains, the views, the just and just like what represents Canada is like mm. so Alberta, in my opinion. Like Really? Oh really, yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, because I mean I know Alberta's beautiful and I know um I know it's a beautiful place, but I've just I've never thought of it as like a place that I've wanted to go. So you definitely recommend it, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, Alberta is definitely a go-to place. Um, If you're looking for the special spots in Alberta, I'd say uh, Jasper National Park and Mm -hmm. also um, Moraine Lake, Lake Louise and Banff. I mean, those are are the go-to places in Alberta. (laughs) I'd say that definitely... You need to go visit at Happy least stop in. once in your lifetime. I know that I will be going back during the summer of 2022 just to go see the difference of like winter and summer, you know, like. Mm, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. And if you don't mind me asking what you actually did in Alberta. Uh, basically, uh, me and four of my friends traveled down to Alberta to do some content creation for different brands. Uh, Sweet. We had about uh, six different brands that we created videos and photos for. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, that's a bit part of my job and what I do um, part time. And uh, yeah, so that's it was sweet. Really nice. Everything I saw, everything you were posting was like, I was like, dude, I would just wish I was there. It looked so amazing. It was so pretty. Everything and everyone, make sure you go check out Zach like right now. Like his stuff, all of his reels, all of his posts, they're just beautiful. Like it's just, I don't know how to explain it, but everything you were posting, I was like staying up to date with you because I was so interested in like what you were doing. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> the thing is we were supposed to do the podcast before the trip. I know. Like getting over our heads. You know, like now it's after the trip. But I mean, hey, I was yeah. like, more stuff to talk about now exactly that's what I, as soon as as soon as i uh said it, i was like oh uh, i was talking to my dad i was like oh um he actually he's in alberta right now and then i was just like actually it's kind of cool because now we can actually bring it up on the podcast so it's sweet yeah. oh yeah it's it was it was quite an experience yeah yeah that's awesome that's so much fun i i definitely will have to uh, take a trip up to alberta and you know what's funny is all your friends that you're up there with I also follow them because whenever I found out about you, you guys are really close because you guys are all photographers, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so we all specialize in something different. Uh, I specialize mostly in photography. Uh, That's what I started off in about two years ago. Uh, I started by doing weddings and uh, portrait photography, just like normal stuff, car photography, uh, shooting cars and models and all that. I was sick. And uh, branched out from there, reaching out to, or people reached out to me and then asked to like do more travel stuff, stuff for brands. And then that's how I met uh, these other content creators who, uh, one of them is more into uh, the filmmaking and videography side. Hmm. Uh, basically what he does is like uh, all the video content and uh, more the cinematic stuff, right? You know, the, so anything that has to do with like making mini movies or reels and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is more into photography also, but he does uh, crazy stuff there, uh, rooftoping and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, and the other one is also a filmmaker. So basically we were two filmmakers and two photographers and yeah, we all have like different roles and all that, but yeah, that's, that's so cool. 
That's yeah. so cool. And especially that you guys all like, you guys are all kind of in the same category, you would say, but like you guys all specialize in different things, which is so sick. Cause it's like, you get everything in one basically. Yeah, exactly. That's what makes a team, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. that's how we all get to participate in our own way. Uh, I mean, obviously we can all do, as long as you have a camera, right. Or even a phone, you mm. can do any of those things. But I mean, the fact that we all specialize in different things means we have like different ideas, uh, different ways of going about something. And that's what makes the best videos or the best pictures because someone pops out an idea and then, you know, that's, that's how content is created. Yep. No, that's it. That's it. It's so true. It's so true. And when did you want to become a photographer? You know, because I know you before you wanted, you were like, a, you were a model, like you've done everything basically. Yeah. So for, I started off like when I, at a young age, I was like, uh, people started telling me, oh, you should go into modeling and all that. And it mm-hmm. was something that really like inspired me and all that. Like I always wanted to be a model and just like uh, be in front of the camera and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, uh, tried to uh, start taking pictures with my phone and all that. And it, for me, like that was maybe like, three and a half years ago wasn't really going anywhere i didn't really know where to start like i was trying to do research and uh sign up with brands and all that kind of stuff but you know it wasn't really going so i ended up like i was like you know what i had saved up a bit of my money uh used my savings and i was like i was following like other content creators online that inspired me and I was like, I'm just going to send it and buy myself a camera and start like doing self-portrait photography. Hey, that's or, it. Take know, the risk. And you take pictures of yourself and all that. So that's what I ended up doing. I spent, I think on my first camera, $1,500. It was a Canon Rebel T7i. Mm. Um, probably the best purchase I ever did in my entire life, honestly. Wow. It, it led me so many places. And this was like, low grade camera or like a, it's a starter camera like a really like uh, it's a base camera a great camera to start off with in my opinion um but yeah it really launched what i have right now as a career in this domain so wow basically after getting the camera i started taking pictures but i realized that people were people were contacting me and they were asking me more to take pictures uh, doing less brand work and doing more like portrait photography for other people and like mm. doing weddings and all that. So I did my first wedding maybe four months into having the camera. Uh, and then I started getting like asked to do car photography and yeah, just more portrait photography. And then all of a sudden my, like my craving for like being a model sort of passed away. Yeah. It faded then, away decided to more lead into being behind the camera than being in front. But what I liked about it is that I already knew how to place, whether it was a model or even at weddings and all that, like it was easier for me to like help them position themselves for. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that's like, that's why I started doing uh, more portrait photography because it was just like, it it came so natural to me and all that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the fact that you already knew 
um, like the modeling poses or whatever you want to call it. And the fact that you're a photographer, like that's like the perfect duo, which is so funny. And how old were you whenever you did start doing this? Like the, the weddings and, um, the car shoots, like what, how old were you whenever you started that? So I think it was my first wedding was, uh, right when I turned 17. Hmm. So it's maybe January of 2019. I did my first wedding, which went actually, I was so nervous to do that wedding. Cause I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, of course, of course you, you would be, you can't do it two times. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like so I was so nervous and finally ended up going super well. Uh, the couple loved the pictures and, awesome. uh, yeah, after that did three, four more weddings after that and went super well every time um then started getting asked to like do some portrait photography for like uh different kind of people and uh, for for brands doing some little clothing brands you know the little brands that have, oh yeah like, yeah i got you yeah mm -hmm. so you know but i was happy to do it in exchange you know they'd give me sweaters and all that we'd promote help each other out that's perfect I'll be honest, wasn't making really any money off of it at first uh, I did make a few bucks through the weddings that I did, but yeah, like, uh, was more like I was doing it for fun, honestly, at first. And it, it was just, yeah. It, was, it created a career. Yeah. It started off like that. Yeah. That's sweet. Were you inspired by anyone to like become a photographer or a model? Like was there inspiration? So maybe for modeling, when I started off, someone who really inspired me on Instagram, I'd say is. Johnny Edlin, uh, he's a professional model and he travels full time around the world, just modeling for different brands and like uh, traveling to different countries to uh, promote those brands and all that through. Oh, sick. Uh, so that's something that I really wanted to get into and it just never happened. But I did try and do it for, uh, for a bit um but yeah it just it just never turned out to happen and you know what i'm not even upset about it it's just i'm happy that i tried to do it and now i've just moved on to something that i'm more passionate about hey that's it right you found it's like the whole like i don't know what this saying but it's like you're you take a route and then everyone ends up at like a different destination like that's that's a you're a great story of it right like you want to be a model but you ended up being a photographer taking photos of models but you know, like that's, that's sweet. That's exactly how it, um, how it should go. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, you never know where you're going to end up, but if you don't try, you will never really find out. Right. So mm -hmm. no, that's it. It's totally it. And like, I can even agree with my podcast right now. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life, you know, but I, all I know is that wherever this leads me, you know, it should be a benefit. Hopefully. I mean, I hope at least, but yeah, oh, for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. Like you're doing great already. You got to reach out to people and ask them and honestly you never know like these mm -hmm. will bring up opportunities in the future for sure doing even me like the, doing a podcast is always something i've always wanted to do which is why i actually came on this podcast like i i'm so like i'm i was so excited to do something like this because it's something i had never done but like always wanted to do so that's sweet I mean, like, that's awesome i i mean i'm glad you're so excited to, to be here because i i mean i'm excited to have you on here because it's like 
I don't know. Everything you do is so interesting. And the fact that you're so young and you're doing it, it's literally um, my last or my two episodes ago, I had um, the owner of Cookies and Kicks, a huge shoe store. And he he called people that uh, go after their dreams, called them go-getters. And, and he can tell whenever there's a go-getter and stuff like that. So I'm now using that saying and like everything that you've just been talking about, like it just describes a go-getter, you know, you're chasing your dreams, you're doing what you love. And that's, I find that so cool. Like it's so inspiring and everyone listening to the episode, I'm sure finds the same. And if they haven't checked you out yet, like, please everyone go check him out. Like everything he does is so sick. It's, it's definitely worth your while. Yeah, man. I mean, like being a go-getter is absolutely a big part of like wanting to reach your goals and your dreams. I mean, like you, you just, you have to go for it. You, mm-hmm. And despite whether you actually make it or not, it's the fact that you tried to go and get it. Like that is what really counts. Like right. if you don't ever try, then you won't ever succeed. Like for me, that's the most important part. And that's what I tell every single person that comes and asks me like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that, but I'm not sure how to start. Just start it, do it, you know? And then yeah. eventually... If you love it, then keep on doing it, focusing on it. And, you know, eventually, hopefully, like, it'll work out, you know? That's it, right? Yeah. It's seriously, like, at the end of the day, it's it's as simple as that. It's like, you just got to take the risk and do it. Like, I feel like too many people are waiting on their dreams. And you're a great example of it. You just, you got that camera and, you know, you just took that risk and you went to that wedding because you were outside your comfort zone and you did it. Like, that is so cool, you know? I feel like people, more people got to understand it's just, you just got to kind of take that that first step because you took that first step, right? And now yeah. look where you are now, right? You're doing so much stuff, you know? Like it's it's great. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm I'm keeping super busy with this. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, for sure. There's there's nothing more important than just like sending it. Like as much <laughs> as that sounds like Yeah, no, like, it's true. It's true. You just got to send it. Full send, baby. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Okay, sorry. I want to get back into the photography just because I um I want to know. Did you go to school for photography? So, dude, here's the thing. Like, I completely recommend anyone who wants to do this. Like, if they go to school, like, that's a great thing. But if you don't go to school, that's also fine. Like, because I didn't go to school. Okay, to I learned through YouTube friends that I met along the way. Um. I started off using my camera on auto and so didn't use any manual focus and ISO. And so, I mean, you just gotta, you gotta start somewhere and then just learn from there, you know, but definitely like, I mean, if you're in school and like, you're thinking about taking a class in photography, like you should, if it's really something you want to do, you should definitely, I definitely recommend doing it. I mean, like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna make you worse in photography, right? So, like, mm-hmm. absolutely, like I recommend doing it. But if not, if you're not in school for that, or if you're just if you're doing a forty-hour job and not even in school, then get yourself a camera and just go on YouTube, dude. YouTube is like so yeah. useful. Like, I've learned so many things <laughs> through YouTube. But yeah that's perfect and you're a good example of it right like like you just said you didn't go to school for it but you did youtube and now look where you're at right now like that's yeah. so crazy to think that that like youtube is that helpful you know and you also said friends but yeah yeah exactly i mean like my career didn't actually start like i was doing a lot of portraits and like 
car photography maybe a year ago. And oh, then so my career didn't actually start till I met one of my good friends, uh, JP. Shout out to JP. Um, Shout out JP. He's a filmmaker. And uh, we basically started this off together, I'd say. Uh, he had a camera like me. Uh, we were just two guys chasing dreams, I guess you could hey, say. That's it. Yeah. He was he was definitely more of a go getter than I was. His his dream, as always, since he was a young kid, uh, was to travel the world and uh, do videos for brands. Um, mm. Basically, I'd say he's the one who uh, really pushed me to get into all this because I was like low key. I was like doing this like on the side, right? I mean, like right, right. So. And I, I still do it like mostly on the side and all that. I have a main job and that mm-hmm. we'll get into further. But like it's yeah, he really like wanted to get into it full time and really pushed me to like just like send it too. And I think that's one of the most important things you need is friends who have the same passion as you or are like going to the same places in life, right? Like, so definitely, like, people who encourage you and, like, are there every step of the way, for sure, mm. that's that's the best way to go at it. Yeah, so, like, surround yourself with the right people, basically. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. to surround yourself with the right people. And, you know, eventually you make yourself a, a group where, you know, like, you're all going to the same, uh, like, I mean, not necessarily the same place, but just, like, all the same passion, just so much motivation and helps to pursue your goals and dreams oh i bet yeah yeah i know it's so sick because yeah all you guys are like doing the same thing so you guys must motivate and throw ideas off of each other that's so sweet yeah exactly you know like sometimes we get get these big brands that like want to work with us but here's the thing like in doing filmmaking and like videography is something really hard to do if you're doing it on your own because you always need either a model or a or a second shooter or like just other people will help out with whatever video you're trying to make. Of course you can make a video on your own and, right. but it's just way harder. So definitely like having people that do the same thing as you that want to help you out or that you want to help them out for sure. Like that will boost your career 100%, especially in this industry. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, like, it totally makes sense. And I feel like people don't understand um, the process behind what it takes to put out the content that you put out on Instagram and stuff like that. Like everyone sees that um, you post these beautiful photos, these amazing reels and stuff like that, but they don't understand what is behind it, like all the effort that is put in, right? So I feel like whenever you say that, it's it's almost like there's a lot more behind what you're doing, um, the process and the planning behind it. Like you said, like you can do it on your own, but with others and stuff like that, that like people don't understand that. So like, what is the process behind doing this stuff? Cause like you, you take, you do the shoot and then you edit and stuff like that. Like what is the process behind that? Yeah. So, uh, basically the process, I mean, like you just said, there's so much that goes behind, uh, prepping for a shoot, um doing the shoot and making sure everything goes well like basically never happens there is always something that happens that's not expected or uh just like 
so many things can happen on a shoot that go wrong that, you know, you just have to like be able to work around those issues. So, I mean, like how to, how to prep a shoot. I mean, like, obviously uh, we have to make a plan. Uh, we have to like uh, take a lot of notes as to what we want to be shooting. Uh, depending on what kind of photographer or videographer you are, uh, like I'm more of a run and gun sort of guy. Uh, mm -hmm. and so are like, uh, like maybe another one in the team that I work with, uh, we're like more of the run and gun sort of people. So we just like arrive on site and shoot what we like, what we're thinking about. Oh, and sick. Others, others are more like, okay, we need to prepare for this. So like write everything down. Uh, like every single sequence is written down and like, which is probably like the better way of going at it. Like preparing in advance is definitely like, I would definitely recommend that for anyone starting off. Um, yeah. When you get on site, at least, you know, everything you need to shoot and all that. But yeah, like sure. yeah, as a person who's like a portrait photographer, I'd say I'm more of a like run and gun sort of person who like just shoots anything and everything. Like once I'm on the spot, and that way, like, I know I'm not going to miss out on everything, but yeah, definitely thinking ahead of time and like prepping for the shoot of what you want to shoot and everything, the sequences and like composition is everything. So definitely. composition is everything. Is that right? Oh yeah. Composition. For sure. Wow. Composition is definitely a big part of like video editing and all that. So if, really? Yeah. If you want to attract like, uh, the the eye of certain people and all that like social because social media is a huge platform and there's so many people on it right now making amazing content right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's hard to like catch attention from big brands if you want to work with a big brand you have to definitely either be very unique in what you do or be very good at what you do right mm, gotcha. so i mean like yeah for sure make sure when you're like doing video editing that you have good composition and that you really like when you were on site shooting, make sure you shot every single thing that you wanted to shoot, you know, because once you're in post-production half or three quarters of the things you shot aren't going to be useful. But <laughs> that one quarter is what really <laughs> when you're in post-production. So you definitely yeah make sure that you shot everything you want to shoot that's funny that's too funny wow and what camera do you use or do you use multiple uh so i use a canon r5 uh it's a great camera literally have nothing to say about it takes a lot of storage when you when you uh, shoot a lot with it though so mm. i recommend if anyone has that camera or thinking of going to buy a lot of sd cards that's that's for sure buy but, a lot of sd cards yeah, all right anyone who's buying that camera just take that take that advice because i mean he <laughs> hey he's the photographer he knows yeah yeah buy a yeah, lot of sick. cards and uh yeah but it's it's a great camera i think it's a little overpriced in my opinion mm. i think there's a lot of other cameras that can be purchased at a lower price and that work as well uh i just like buying like the best thing so i never need to think about it again yeah, for that's sure. just my mentality and how I work, but like I don't recommend that sort of mentality. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just how I am. <laughs> no, it's I mean it's true. I mean you get you buy the best, it's probably gonna work the best. But I mean, hey, it's it's you're not wrong whenever you say that. It's it's very true. 
But you know what? I mean, like when you're starting off and like depending on how much of a budget you have, like, I don't know, like everyone's different. Right. But I mean, like when I started off, I had a big budget. Um, and so I decided to send in by the, the biggest rig. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, not everyone has that budget and that's completely okay. Dude, there's so much good content you can do with small cameras, like, at a thousand, two thousand dollars, the camera, and not even that, dude. Just with your phone, like just with your phone, you can do so much. Making reels and like has never been like easier. And honestly, Instagram and TikTok, their algorithm works better with phone uh, footage than it does with actual camera footage. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know how exactly how the algorithm works. Yeah, it's. That's dude. I always bring that up with like all my guests who are in um, social media. The algorithm on TikTok and Instagram, I don't understand it. I like it, but I just don't understand it. It's super complex, and I don't think um, a lot of people understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, I can't even tell you really how it works. But I do know that um, putting filters on terrible thing. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> if you're making a video with your phone. Um, yeah especially if you're looking like for it to blow up, you really don't want to put any like filters, like grades the quality of the footage. Yeah. That's especially for TikTok. Uh, and then, um, definitely I wouldn't recommend deleting videos after you've posted them. So like, you know, sometimes a, a video doesn't do well and like it got like some of your videos might've got like 500 K views or just even, even 2K views. But then this one gets maybe a hundred views and you're like, ah, didn't do well. I'm going to erase it. No, because you know, Instagram and TikTok, like they want to see you post more content. And if you start removing Mm. it, they're going to like lower you to the bottom of the for you page. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. I see. I'd say those are the two things to look out for the most. And then Mm. I'm not really sure the rest how yeah works, it's but. crazy i don't know i hey it's getting like so many people have been able to grow through tiktok oh tiktok's like the biggest one and now instagram instagram's definitely up there as well but tiktok has been able to grow so many people which oh, i think is amazing yeah. i love it anyone anyone with a good idea in mind anyone can become popular on tiktok oh for sure it, it doesn't have to do with uh, looks or the quality of your footage or anything like that. It just has to do with like posting what you're passionate about or what you feel is like whatever you want to post, dude. And like, honestly, I've seen people blow up with like the most ridiculous things. Yes. Every day. (laughs) Oh yeah. Every day there's like a new like video that comes up and it's just like, it's the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. If it blows up, you know, like it just takes one video, right, to blow up mm-hmm. and get like a million views or a million likes, and, and you're you've got a career in that already. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's literally so true. And it's fun. I I have a I have a podcast account for on on TikTok, and I don't post enough. Like I've got like probably six posts, which I'm embarrassed about. Like I gotta post a lot more. I gotta I gotta do more footage and stuff like that. But once I do, I know that the algorithm on there is so easy to like get your um, post on for you you know so i'm definitely gonna definitely gonna post a lot on there yeah man absolutely the more you post the more tiktok is gonna boost you up to the front of the for you page and like yeah i would definitely recommend like if you're like making video stuff and all that for your podcast like mm-hmm. 
to do like Zoom calls or anything like that while you're you're doing podcasts would be yeah. or even eventually if you do podcasts in person get yes. like a camera rig set up and start making videos off of that dude you're for sure i've seen so many like podcasts that like blow up for like like just things people say in the podcast and all that yep yep no for sure and you know it's funny i was i was like i was just about to bring that up is how on tiktok like so many podcasts are blowing up because they've got their stuff do you have a recommendation on a camera that i should use because i'm hoping to transition to a video podcast like i have my studio and stuff like that it's not fully set up and stuff but i'm hoping to start to do in person but it's hard again because i live in I live in Ottawa in a small yeah, town, right? Ottawa, yeah, so, yeah. so people can't really come out here, but I mean, you know, you can try your best, right? Like, but I mean, you I don't start know. off, dude, you start off with like people from the area, try and find mm-hmm. those people who are closest to you. Yes, very true. So eventually people that are further away will want to be on the podcast just for exposure. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Podcast, you know, like, so you just one baby step at a time, right? So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is there? Do you know like any video um, cameras that I should use or like that you recommend? Well, for I know it's kind of hard because it's a weird. Like I'm not really like I'm not filmmaking. You know, I'm just kind of well, I mean, again. You don't need the highest quality video. I would right. try and find a camera that has um, just the basic settings on it. Like you don't need 4K. You don't need 6K or 8K. Mm-hmm. Um, those cameras get way too expensive unless you're trying to make cinematic content or you know, <laughs> I don't like, think so. uh, music videos or whatever. Uh, I don't think like that's really the domain that you're looking to get into. So like, dude, get like, um, what I had was Canon Rebel T7i and I think that was great. Um, it was still like pretty costly. It was around like, with the lens and everything, like two grand. Okay. But, yeah, no, I can uh, work with that. Yeah, that's a great camera that I started off with, and it's good for pictures and video. Uh, definitely get a camera with like a flip screen on it if you're if you don't have any like big rigs yet or anything like that. You know, you mm-hmm. want something that you can see yourself in if you're ever vlogging or uh, just yeah doing even the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's so many cameras out there. Look for Sony's too. Sony's are great for podcasts and just vlogging in general. So if that's what you're more looking to get into, definitely look at into the Sony's. Yeah, I want to. Is there one that's better? Like, is Sony better than like which one's better? I I mean, that's hard because everyone has a different opinion. But from you as a photographer, which one do you prefer? Actually, should I say? So I'm a I'm a Canon shooter. Uh, <laughs> shooter. I love that name anytime soon but uh, yeah man I mean like I love Canon uh, it's a great camera and it's I'd say it's a universal camera uh, like it's good for uh, any kind of situation whether you're doing weddings or car shoots or video or uh, portrait photography great camera uh, but if you're looking for doing low light stuff, Sony is definitely the go-to camera. Like mm. while we were on our trip to Alberta and even when I did a trip to Toronto, uh, my buddy had a Sony, uh, a seven which is really a good camera. Uh, and it's like, it's, it's a decent price too. Like, I mean, it's like, it's not even like super expensive. It's not even overly priced. 
you can do video with it and uh, pictures. Uh, and I'd say it's a great low light camera. Um, we're doing like some rooftoping shoots and uh, he was able to like capture like all the like pixels and co good quality pictures. And then I was like taking out my $8,000 camera. <laughs> and I mean like you need to know your camera too. And I'm not like super great at low light uh photography mm. but, uh, because it's not something like i specialize in but right like, he knew how to work his camera and the sony is just it's an absolute beast at low light like wow yeah that's so funny it's funny how there's like a different like how that's the difference that's crazy that's sweet yeah. though well, it was for me Good like enough. i don't know about anyone else but i mean like it, especially if you're looking for doing low light like pictures and all that kind of stuff sony is the go-to oh, okay. then mm. I'd say Canon is definitely like the next up in line. Nikon, I've never tried and don't think I ever will. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I don't have anything against Nikon. I just like, I, I don't know. I've just always been more of a Canon Sony Canon guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I totally get that. And iPhones, like everyone is, not everyone, sorry, but some people have been, I saw this on social media. People have been talking about like iPhone cameras or what's next up and stuff. Do you have an opinion on that? Um, well, I mean, listen, dude. iPhones, you can do so much with it right now. The new iPhone 13, I think, does like as good quality footage as a camera, right? So, mm. I mean, like, iPhones are great for starting off. Like, literally, if you're thinking of like coming into this kind of industry and all that, and you don't know, like, oh, what should I buy and all that, before like investing, a lot of money into a camera make sure you really love what you're you're doing mm. of course like having a camera in your hand so satisfying and like just in general you look way more professional when you have a camera oh for sure yeah but um starting off with your phone just taking pictures of your friends and like um making like if you're like going into tiktok reels or anything that has to do with video content start off with an iPhone, dude, like get like an iPhone 12 or 13 or even like any iPhone you have right now and just shoot with that. You know, like I know I've done like half of my reels that have actually done like a decent amount of views, um, come all from my phone, not even from like cinematic content. And so oh, wow. like, definitely if you're looking to like to, I don't know, make reels of like just daily vlogs, mm -hmm. like what you're doing in your day, like hitting the gym or waking up in the morning, making your coffee or whatever. Dude, grab your phone, start shooting anything you're doing throughout your day. Make it look good in post-production on your phone. You can edit literally anything on your phone too. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah. No, for sure. Totally. Like, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I think, I think too many people are stuck on the idea that like, I need to get all this so I can do this, but I've never done this before. You know what I'm saying? Like people think they need the good equipment so they can do it, but they don't understand. Like, what if you do it? What if you get all that equipment and then you don't like it? Right. So like, I think you, you said it great. Like, just like go out with your, with your phone and just start taking photos. Like that's literally it. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just, like phone quality is so good now. Like, I mean, of course, it's not the same thing. Like, you don't get the same um, blur in the background of, like, when you're taking a picture with a camera. Um, but honestly, you 
almost don't see the difference unless you're actually a photographer i mean you will see the difference but it's very it's very little difference you know yeah yeah yeah. barely see it so i mean i definitely just recommend starting off with a phone and if you do like it and really like know this is what you want to get into then invest in yourself into like a small camera rig that's like maybe 800 to a thousand dollars start off with something like that see if you can actually make money off of it then after that you know go and get yourself something yeah send it get the get the full setup yeah exactly one step at a time you know mm-hmm. no it's so true yeah and like given so many people like want to become photographers like i know probably like five people um of my friends who want to become photographers because it's such a cool thing like what you do is so sick um do you think there's a career in it now given how many people want to do it um i think uh there are a difficult question like it's well it's not the fact that it's a difficult question it's more the fact that you're right there is so many people doing it right now Mm -hmm. there's so Mm -hmm. much competition i know even for me uh who like I know a decent amount of people in the industry right now. And like, like, no, I'm not fully known like around Canada, but like soon I'm, getting, I'm slowly getting to know a lot of people in the industry. And I can tell you right now, even knowing people like you still need to hustle. You need to hustle grind every single day. If you want to actually like get hired for big brands and big contracts and all that kind of stuff, Depending on what kind of photography you want to do, if it's just portrait photography, dude, you can start that off and easily make a living off of it within six months if you really hustle for it. Really? Making some Facebook ads and all that kind of stuff. You just got to like invest money to make money. So, you know, you start off with buying like a small time camera, start doing little photo shoots and all that. And, you know, eventually grow from there. Yeah, you post them, you make yourself a portfolio, make yourself a website. And uh, from there, you know, you send it to your friends, ask them to share it to other people. And And you keep uh, spreading it. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. And and you've done many different brand deals, right? I've done definitely a a couple different brand deals, uh, all with the help of my friends and all that. We started off together. And uh, so, yeah, we reached out to these uh, brands. Our first big brand was Epidemic Sound. Uh, was a mm. great collaboration. Um, yeah, you did was, a reel on it, didn't you? I saw that. That was, or it yeah. was on. It was on YouTube. I think I saw it. It was stellar, super oh, yeah. cool. It was. It was a really, really fun experience. So basically, we decided, me and JP, who's the other videographer that I work with, we were like, you know what? Let's send it. Let's go to. Let's go to Toronto and meet up with other creators and. Uh, uh, do a video and in hopes of like getting a contract by the time we leave for Toronto. So we pitched to like maybe like 50, 60 brands before leaving. Uh, mm, and we wow. kind of these like two to three months in advance, right? Like to make right. sure we actually like, cause here's the thing, like when you start off, don't expect to make money. That's like one big thing that people are like, Oh, you know, what? I'm going to get into this industry and like make a load of money starting like no you don't quit your job straight away don't like you can if you have a good amount of money in your bank account but i wouldn't recommend it you know like yeah no not at all definitely make sure you're well like placed 
before making any like drastic decisions in life, you know? So, I mean, like, yeah, pitch a lot of brands and like ask them if they want to work with you and like show them what you can do. And first few brands for sure, I'd say like offer them to do it for free just to get yourself a portfolio. Gotcha. Yeah. And then once you have a portfolio, you go from there and you start charging 200 bucks, 300 bucks, then you raise your price every single time, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh yeah totally definitely how it starts off and so yeah when we pitched like all those brands like i'm not even gonna lie to you when we were in toronto we like had no funding to go there and we were like yeah. you know what let's just make the most of it meet some creators uh and we pitched like 60 brands and none of them like said yes and we That's weren't charging like, like big amounts of money um and so you know we were like kind of like sad about that but we still decided to send it uh we met some crazy creators while we were over there and you know what halfway through the trip we got an answer back from one of the biggest brands we've ever worked with and they said yeah we want to collaborate with you and right then and there we started making the video for them and it turned out super insane there's so much effort we put into that video like we took weeks and weeks of editing before ever making any posts about it or anything like that. So it was definitely, it was definitely a wild experience. And like, dude, that like definitely like launched us and put a name for ourselves. In this oh, for sure. This yeah. I've seen so many of the videos um, on Epidemic Sound that you've done and all that. Like, it's sweet. It's super cool. Um, the production that you guys done on them is so amazing. It's great. And I, this is something a question for myself um because i want to know this how do you guys get on top of the rooftops you know like it is the shots that you guys get are so beautiful and i think that's what you're talking about like the low um the low light uh shots that you're talking about like i'm guessing that's sunset type of stuff right so here's the thing um shout out to steven uh who's a portrait photographer in toronto uh so i when we went to toronto me and my buddy jp DM'd through Instagram, Stephen, who's actually a very well-known photographer from Toronto. Yes, uh, I think I've heard of him. Yeah, I think I've heard of him. Pretty crazy content on TikTok. Uh, he's actually mostly known for his TikTok. Um, and yeah, super nice guy, super great uh, photographer. And uh, yeah, so when we met up in Toronto, we stayed at his place for like an entire week. And oh, wow. uh, he was actually nice enough to like leave us let us stay there for the whole week. And we, we did so much every day. We did content with him. We took pictures and all that kind of stuff. And uh, for the rooftops, we, so it's sort of like, it's a low key thing. Um, you have to know people in Toronto to get to the rooftops. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but basically like it involves getting through security and also <laughs> Uh, having either two butter knives or a crowbar with you to get to the roof. So yeah, you have to, so I'd say like the three main things you need to like get to a rooftop is one, someone knows the building. Okay. Uh, So anyone who lives in Toronto and who has done it before, uh, I would recommend, I wouldn't recommend doing it on your own. Chances are you'll probably get caught because you don't know where the cameras are and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Toronto is known for its rooftoping. There's so mm-hmm. many people that do it. So if you want to be able to do it, like 
you have to know people in Toronto who have already done it to like be able to get to the roots. Mm, makes sense. So that's like number one. And number two, uh, yeah, bring a set of butter knives or a crowbar <laughs> to like get through that last door at the top of the roof, I'd say. Um, yeah, because like all the all the roofs are, are locked in, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like find a way to like sort of not pick the lock, but like right in between the door, there's the little lever there that you have to sort of like yeah. slide your butter knife in. <laughs> Just like hope that'll open up. It's yeah. Like, it's like a, it's basically a surprise when you get to the top. You never know if you're going to be able to actually make it. <laughs> it will actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. We got That's caught. Hey, you got twice, I think throughout the week we were there and like they oh, really? the building. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like it's, it's the risk for like the reward right I for mean, the like, shots right yeah you gotta and most of the time you know like they'll just throw you out of the building and like nothing's gonna actually happen or you just like run away nice. from security. um but yeah like it's it's a it's a very toronto thing to do low-key mm-hmm. thing about trying to do it in montreal or ottawa like Ooh. i don't see any creators doing it in this area so i like that's true i'm actually curious to see if it's even possible in montreal so might start trying to do that but yeah that's what it consists of like a lot that would be sick yeah hey next time next time you're in ottawa or near the area bro hit me up i would love to i would love to do that stuff with you you know like that would be so sick Um, that'd be fire yeah and i before i uh, end off the episode i always end off my episodes um asking uh, the guests um to give a piece of advice for someone trying to get into the industry that you're in right now? So photography or something like that. Um, I would say my biggest piece of advice and what like I tell everyone to, to, to do is just try what you're passionate about. You know, I had a girl once come up to me and she said like, you know, I want to be a tattoo artist. And she's like, but I don't know like how to start, where to start, or like what to do to start. And like she was working a full time job, and I was like, just like on your own time, do some research, and just do it. And she's like, yeah, but how do I, how do I start? And I'm like, go to a tattoo store and ask them if they can show you. You know, like just it won't. And it, even if they say no, it won't hurt to go and ask. Here's the thing: like if you never try, then you'll never succeed. And like I say that over and over because it's that's just the reality of things. Like you just. Mm-hmm to try and you like if you're really passionate about something you you need to go for it and even if it ends up you not liking it or like in the end it doesn't work out or uh yeah it just ends up failing um at least you tried you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that that would be my biggest piece of advice to just do it and like really put your heart and soul into it and mm-hmm. then yeah hopefully Take it works out and if it doesn't then yeah oh it's so true it's so true like i feel like you just got to take that first step and i feel like too many people aren't um like they want they want to do something when they're older um but they're not taking their own time uh like let's say off um off hours like off work let's say they work eight hours a day then they come home and then they watch tv for the rest of the day but you want to do this job or something like that like you got to take those times once you get home and work on yourself, like work on getting towards that goal, you know, like if you really want it, you got to take the steps towards it, you know, so it's it's totally true what you're saying. And uh, yeah, it's, I could, it couldn't have been said better. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, dude, like I, when I like first, like maybe four or five months ago or no, I'd say maybe six months ago. Uh, I was like curious about getting into like the stock market and like, uh, doing uh, trading and all that. Right. Right. And so I just decided to like send it. Like I was over 18. Right. So like I nice. just signed up, put a bit of money into it and like, dude, I, I made money and I also lost a lot of money, but in the end it's that I actually tried, like I tried and did it, you know, so, like I don't regret losing that money because it's like actually like an experience that I had to do. Like some people are like, Oh, but I'm too scared to lose the money. I mean, like, obviously if you don't have the money to do it, don't do it. But I mean, like if it's something that you want to try, just send it no matter what it is. If it's a, if it's a passion of yours, if it's a sport, if it's a, uh, a trip or a travel uh, that you want to do, just, you, you got to send it, you know, eventually. Oh, that's so true. No, for sure. Literally. Like I feel like too many people are, are waiting on their dreams. You know, they're sleeping on their dreams. They just got to yeah, chase it. Exactly. You got you to gotta chase your dreams. That's mm-hmm. No, crazy. it's so true. Yeah. yeah. And you know, what's funny about a good example is you, um, I don't know if you know this, but shout out to Juvie Podcast. This is where I heard it from. Uh, ages, um, kids ages seven to 18, the number one job they want to do, or career, should I say, is be a content creator. So, you know, that can be like YouTube, photographer, anything. Like, But I feel like too many kids, and the reason why they don't become that type of stuff is, is because they just don't want to take that step. You know, they don't want to take that step to the risk is like what you're saying, like what you did. You know, it's just taking that first step, you know, just to do it, you know, and that's, that's so true. So I, huge respect towards you. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, sometimes it's scary because you see how many people are on the platforms and you're like, no way I'm ever going to, exactly. ever going to yeah. blow up. But you know, I never thought I was actually going to like, the people I know now are like so much further into this career than I am. And like, I feel so privileged, like to have met the people that I met throughout the last six months of my career. And Mm. like, I never thought I'd get here, but like, if you're listening to this podcast, like just go and do what you're passionate about. And like, eventually it'll either work out or it won't, but it's the fact that you actually did it, you know, like, and content creation is such a big thing right now. Anyone can blow up by doing anything. So So if you're considering doing content creation, no matter how you look, who you are, or what you're doing in life, dude, you can start making videos at your job or whatever, like doing whatever, and those videos can blow up. Like, it's just, it's so ridiculous as to like what you can do to blow up. So mm-hmm. you just have to like start and try it. Yeah. You got to. It's so true. Literally, like that was, that I feel like I should have like, that speech was amazing. Wow. I'm that. Thank you. That was, that was great. It's so true though. It's literally like exactly what you said. It's, that's it. You know, it's, it's just that first step. And thank you so much for coming on. Seriously. I can't say thank you enough. And everyone who's listening to this episode, please go check him out. Go check out Zach. All his links will be the first in the description below. Um, Go check him out. Go drop him a follow. Check him out on all his platforms. You know, like seriously, I'm not even kidding guys. Like if check him out and make sure to download the episode too. It totally helps me out. And is there anything else you want to say? Uh, I think that's all for tonight. Yeah, man. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for getting me on this podcast. I was so excited to do this. This, this was a great experience. Sweet. Awesome. Thanks so much. And that's a wrap.